to another Bible study at One Love Live here at Love Walk. And I want to thank you so much for uh, joining this Bible study. I want to encourage you to grab your Bible. We're going to dig into uh, answered prayer. More importantly, the things that we may be praying for now and hoping to receive. And we're going to look at some other people in the Bible who prayed for things and got those things. And we're going to look at what they did before and we're going to look at what they did after. not saying that there's some special magic formula or special formula for prayer in terms of you know getting what you want from the Lord some prayers are just as simple as help prayer is communicating to the Lord sometimes prayer is asking for things sometimes we're just having communication with God so I want us to look at uh, Hannah's prayer and we're going to look at that right now and that's going to be first Samuel chapter 2 and we're going to start at verse 1 desire of her heart and so we can see this really clearly it's a very powerful uh, psalm um, and I think you should read it you know and I think a couple things come to mind when I think about Hannah and her story and of course this song is that she did two things that um, I think a lot of believers could use to do and the first thing she did was she was very thankful about receiving the promise I think that's amazing she sang a whole complete song to the Lord. She was thankful. She wasn't just like, oh, thank you, God. And I know things happen and we are overjoyed and thankful. But I think it's important that we express that thankfulness and let other people know that it was God that did it for us. 
And so if we are clear that, you know, the Lord is doing these things for us and giving him the glory, because whenever God, you know, does something for us, answers a prayer, it is also for his glory. So he does it because, you know, he wants to give us the desires of our heart, but he also gives it to us because he wants to be glorified. He wants people to look and say, wow, that's a pretty amazing God. And you know, he, he's deserving of everything and the praise. So I think that's a great thing she did was this song as evidence of her great thankfulness. And then the second thing she did, which was kind of the first thing, she told the Lord that if the Lord gave her a son, she would give him back to him. And I think that's a powerful prayer because how many of us, when we get something that we've been praying for for so long, we just hang on to it with all of our might. We just just cling to it and you know the Lord sometimes is asking us to give it back he gives it to us so that we can give it away and I think that it's important to you know understand your motives when you pray but moreover what will you do when you get what you pray for you know and you know I used to think wow she gave away the very thing that she wanted but then I really stopped and thought you know the safest place for the thing that you're praying for actually is with God I mean think about this okay who wants a child that will not belong to the Lord or serve the Lord so you pray to the Lord for a child that will eventually go to Hades like no one wants that and who wants to build a family or a marriage on sin so that it's destroyed in the end nobody wants that or who wants a, to build a business or a nation on wrongdoing and sin so that it can come to ruin? I think there are, you know, some things in the Bible we don't really think about practically. Yeah, you know, the safest place for the thing that I really care about and have prayed for is with the Lord. Um, who wants to build a ministry on fleecing the flock or misusing parishioners? The Bible said to build on the rock so that things would be safe and secure so that you would not have loss so God wants to give you things and he doesn't want you to lose it he doesn't want you not only to have he, he not only doesn't want you to have loss but he doesn't want you to hold on to it too tightly and sometimes we want the things we want more than we should or we value the gift above God you know, if you think about the children of Israel, it says for 400 years they lived among the Egyptians. And you can read about that in Genesis and also Exodus. But think about this. I, this just never occurred to me until now. But for 400 years they lived among the Egyptians. And not once does it say that they made a golden calf and started worshiping the gods of the Egyptians. It just never says that. And yet, when they get out of Egypt, the first thing they do is decide to create a golden calf and worship it. So the Bible says that their groaning came up before the Lord. And you can read that in, from Exodus uh, chapter 2, verse 23 to 25. It basically talks about how um, the children of Israel starts to cry out to the Lord. And the Bible says that he remembered his covenant with Abraham. And it also said that he looked on the children of Israel in, in chapter 2 verse 25 of exodus it says and god looked on the children of israel and god had respect to them and then if you just go to the next chapter which is exodus chapter 3 and 6 it says moreover he said i am the god of your father the god of abraham the god of isaac and the god of jacob and moses and his hid his faith and moses hid his face for he was afraid to look on god and the lord said i have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in egypt and i have 
heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrow. So it's important to know that God heard their cries, he saw their affliction, he sees them crying out to him, asking, Lord, deliver us, deliver us. They're asking for what? They're asking for freedom. And God gives them freedom. And once they get that freedom, they chose to start worshiping idols. They did not give God back the gift which he gave them. What was the gift that God gave them? He gave them freedom and freedom to do what? To go and worship the Lord. Because if you remember in Exodus, God tells Moses to go and tell Pharaoh to let the people go so that they may worship him. And that is empowering to know and important to know that God gave them freedom that they might go and worship him. And here they are, they're free now. This completely (laughs) ruins the whole thing. They completely throw out that whole point and they go and start worshiping an idol. Now, God gives them that choice again. After, you know, they go through all of their changes in the wilderness, he gives them the law. And when he gave them the law, he said, choose you this day. He said, I put life and death before you. Therefore, choose life. And he gave them freedom to give that freedom back to him. The freedom, he gave them the freedom to choose again the right thing. God is always giving us that opportunity to give him back the very gift that he gave us. And if you can see that in your life, I think that you'll see a lot of growth um, just in terms of yourself. Um, You'll see why God gives you certain things. Gifts aren't just for you. Prayers that are answered aren't just for you. They're for other people. They're for the glory of God. So he gave them freedom, but unfortunately, they wouldn't give it back to him. Christ gave his life, and now he asks us to choose to give ours to him. Look at that. You can see that exchange going on. You can see that desire for the from the Lord that we were authentic with him, that we loved him more than whatever gift he gave us, whatever answered prayer that, you know, he granted. Christ gave his life. Many times this is the case with answered prayers. Sometimes we think something has gone wrong when something that we have prayed for seems to go awry, but maybe it's just a test. Maybe it's just God seeing whether you'll give that back to him. If you think about Abraham when he had Isaac, this was the the promised son, the son that he had prayed for and had faith for, and now the Lord is telling him to go up and worship by making a sacrifice, and he takes his son up. The Lord says, I will provide the sacrifice. Think about that. The Lord gave him a son, and now there's this opportunity where he's going to have to give that son back. There's so many areas where we are like Hannah. You know, we think Hannah is unique because she prayed for a son and then gave him back to the Lord. But actually, a lot of us, we're all kind of Hannah. We pray for things and God gives it to us. And then the question is, will you give God back your baby? Whether it's your ministry, whether it's um, your children, whether it's your spouse, if your, your dream job, your dream business, um, your profit, whatever it could be. You know, your quality time, your private time. I mean, there's so many things that, you know, we've been asking the Lord for. And then all of 
a sudden when we get it we just start start going it's mine 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 you know and we're not willing to give it to anybody and we start you know sort of doing things that show where our heart really is and it's okay to love your kids to death it's okay to love your spouse to death it's okay to be happy about the great business that you own or the job that you work or the ministry that you're a part of but let's always remember to give it back to God because he gave it to us so that we might have the freedom to give it back to him to use it for his work giving your child back to Christ to worship and to serve him is the highest most wonderful calling for any human being so I think we can learn a lot from Hannah we learn from her that we want to give back the thing that God has given us and we also learn that we want to be thankful for everything that he gives us and do that demonstratively to show that not only are we thankful for it but to make sure that he gets the glory for the answered prayer in our life and let people know that it is God that did it it is God who is the one that deserves all of the glory and all of the honor so I think we can learn a lot from Hannah's um, song I hope you take it to an opportunity to read the story of Hannah. You can start, it starts in 1 Samuel chapter 1, and I think it goes until chapter 2, and then it just goes into Samuel. But if you want to read her story, definitely check that out. Um, also, the scriptures we uh, read in today was Matthew chapter 7, 24 and 27, that talks about building on the rock. And then when we talk about the children of Israel, you can find that in Exodus chapter 2, verse 23 to 25, and of course, Exodus chapter 3, verse 6 to verse 8. So I hope that this uh, study blesses you, and I hope that, you know, when you get your answered prayer, whatever it is that you may be praying for, whatever you're hoping for, we're always praying for something, even if it's just a brief communication with the Lord. Sometimes prayer should just be a conversation between you God. But whatever you're praying for, I hope, no, I pray that when you get it, you give it away. God bless.